Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. This is a time of year when the holidays are fast approaching. I want you to begin now thinking about what you need to give God thanks for as we come into this season of Thanksgiving. This year, I want to spend more time sharing with you the importance of gratitude and thankfulness to God for all that he has done. And you are still standing after all we've been through politically with the viruses, with floods and fires and waters and freezes. We ought to be thankful to God for his goodness towards us. Call a family member, call a friend, and join us in this broadcast as we talk about our thanksgiving to God for what he has done. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. Every time we come to this time of year, recently for uh, I've been thinking about how we can uh, be sure that we are not just going through the seasonal motion as most of our people are just recognizing that it's a Thanksgiving season and a Christmas season. But I want us to really go against the grain and uh, displaying not just outwardly but inwardly a thanks to God for all he has done for us. Now sometimes the circumstances of our lives are not always the best. In fact, they might be bad, but still we ought to look for something to be thankful for. And there's always, always something to be thankful for. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, in all things. Give thanks in all things, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's God's will that you are thankful in all things. Now, it's not for all things, but in all things. Because when our attitude is not an attitude of thankfulness and gratefulness, it won't be long before we will begin to complain and murmur and God really has an issue with his people complaining and murmuring especially when he's done so much for us. I've said in the past that attitude is everything and it's no different when it comes to thanksgiving. The attitude we carry with us through life is of great importance if we are to truly live the lives that demonstrate our gratitude towards God for his movements and his blessings in our lives. We ought to thank God every day. I used to think people complained because they had a lot of problems. But I've come to understand that they have a lot of problems because they complain. Complaining doesn't change anything or make the situation better. It amplifies our frustration. It spreads discontent and discord. It can invoke an invitation for the enemy to come in. Complaining can make us miserable. Paul wrote to the Philippians in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, do everything without complaining or arguing. Do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation. You're in a crooked and depraved generation, but he's telling you, don't complain 
and argue about the things that are over that. You sometimes it's just better just to let well enough alone because you're not going to make it better pouring gasoline on the fire. He says, we're like children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. You're going to stand out because of your attitude because you're so different. When everybody or most people seem to be crooked and depraved, uh, complaining, have a bad attitude, got issues, everybody got some kind of issue today, and uh, we, throw, we can really throw rocks and hide our hands today. We do that on Facebook and social media. Since folks can't see us, we can say whatever we want to say and just put it all out there and talk like we want to talk, talk crazy and do all kinds of stuff. And so people are doing that and other folks are listening and getting mad at what somebody said that you haven't even seen and don't know. And they can't affect you one way or another. You just get mad. I asked a kid, how are you going to let somebody bully you online? Just turn it off. You're going to go commit suicide because they're talking about you online. They couldn't have made it when we came up. They just talked to talk about you to your face. That's why we had to learn how to play the dozen. We was at your, your mama. Uh, come on, y'all didn't do that. But they can't take nothing these days. I didn't like your shoes. You, you can't afford any special shoes or any. Then you're just mad because you ain't got the right kind of shoes. I mean. A positive, thankful person is a great witness in this world. We can shine when we are thankful. Instead of looking at the negatives in our lives and complaining, we should look for the positive and give thanks. When you're looking for the positive, you'll find it. When you're looking for the negatives, you'll find it. If you think somebody's always uh, picking on you, somebody will always be picking on you. Because even when they're not picking on you, you think they are. You think the cross-eyed man looking at you. He, why are you looking at me like that? He, he looking over there. He don't know what you're talking about. The Bible says, give thanks. For it is God's will. It is God's will for us. Somebody says, I don't know what God's will is. It's one of his will for you is for you to give thanks. Giving thanks to God is what pleases God. Looking at the children of Israel, uh, as the Israelites were crossing over the Jordan River in the book of Joshua. And God had rolled back the Joshua River that was at flood stage so they could go back. That was a miracle like the Red Sea, if you haven't read that story. And he rolled it back and, and they were crossing that. And God says, Joshua, hold on, before they go, you tell one person from every tribe to go get a stone and get a stone out of that river and when you get over the other side I want you to build an altar to remember what I did for you. God is into your remembrance and thankfulness. He said don't, don't ever forget. He said anytime your children ask why are those stones there you go back and tell them what I had done for you. And sometimes even, even our own family, we don't even tell our own children how God's been good to us over the years. A couple of thoughts about Thanksgiving. Number one, we have it so good. Now you may say, who are you talking about, Pastor? I'm talking about you. We have it so good. Secondly, we ex express our thanks and gratitude so little. Paul said this in Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. 
command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant. You may not consider yourself as rich, but I've said this many times, rich is relative. Somebody will say, if you had a million dollars, you would be rich, and somebody else will say, I got a million dollars, but I got five million dollars worth of debt, and I don't know how I'm going to make it. And somebody else will say, I got all of my bills paid for, I don't have anybody calling me, I sleep well at night, and I got some extra change, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Well, you're rich. My definition of rich is having all your needs met and you got some abundance left over. All of your needs met and, you got a, and then you got some of your wants you can get done and you're not in a, you're not in a financial strain. Uh, you can answer all of your phone calls. You're rich. You don't need call ID. You just pick up the phone because, you know, ain't nobody calling you messing with you about no money. Thank God for call ID. Come on, say, thank you, Lord. So where did you come from? How, how poor were you when you were a child? Now, we have to look back to remember how poor we were because when we were in it, we didn't think of ourselves as being that poor, did we? We were talking about the poor folks, but we didn't know we were talking about us. <laughs> we were talking about the poor folks, but I go back to where I grew up, I'm thinking, we were kind of poor. <laughs> but we had food on our table. So what do you have now that you didn't have then? I heard uh, Elder Barnes, I think, earlier talking about in the house or the church with the windows open, no air conditioning. No heat and all of that. And so some of you all grew up with homes. You already had central heat and air, but we didn't have that back in the 80s when I grew up. We had space heaters and fans. So we did sleep with the windows open. Thank God for the screen door. We thank God we had screens because some people didn't have no screen doors. Amen. So we were in high cotton. We can sleep inside. Some people slept on the porch. But thank God right now we got central heat and air. I see somebody fanning right now. We can, with the air's on, the air's on. You can put that fan down. <laughs> we were thanking God for when we finally could get a television, the old black and white. We were thanking God. Somebody gave us a television, and we all gathered around it, and we were going to make it a color TV. We gonna got us some plastic and put on the front that had a tent on it. <laughs> we were innovative. We had Technicolor. We had a pair of pliers to turn the channel and some aluminum foil on the antenna, but we made it work. Thank God how I got over. You can act like right now you got plasma in every room. Some of y'all got a, a television in the restroom and still complaining. We are the rich in this world. Uh, thank God for the country that we live in. Come on, say thank you, Lord. All you have to do is go somewhere else where they don't have all the running water and hot and cold water and all the conveniences of life. You'll come back and you say, thank you, Lord. But don't wait till you're in that shape. Say, thank you right now. You don't have to count your blessings and name them one by one. You've got health care and all kinds of things. James said in James chapter 1, verse 17, every good and perfect gift is from above. It's from God. God gives us and he blesses us with good and perfect gifts. Let's not forget God 
when we, we are on the jobs that we have and the automobiles that we have and the families that we have and our families are healthy and we go out. We can't take it for granted that when you go out, you're going to come back or in one piece these days. Folks are rolling up on the schools and, and, and they've got this demonic attack. And I call it a demonic attack for people to start just going crazy and just want to shoot people at random. That's nothing but de- demonic attack that's uh, 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 manipulating people to do these things. So we have God's covering over us. He said, a thousand may fall at your side and, and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near your dwelling place if you abide in the shadow of the Almighty. God covers us and he blesses us and he provides for us as we go out and as we come in. But if we're not careful, we will find ourselves uh, joining in with this materialistic uh, society with the conspicuous consumption. We want more and more and more without thanking the Lord for what we already have. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I am thankful that you have taken your time to listen to us as we have shared messages with you on the importance of being thankful in all things. There are a lot of things that could go wrong in our lives, and for some of us, we've had some tremendous challenges. But let's give God thanks for who He is and what He has already done. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good and his mercies is everlasting. If you would like to hear this word of encouragement again, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. You can listen to today's message or previous messages that you've heard on this broadcast. And as we are in this season of Thanksgiving and getting ready to go into the end of the year, this is a good time to reset yourself. You may have been distanced and may have felt a little isolated during the past couple of years. I invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World in person. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161. Old Humble Road. So come and be our guest. God is doing some amazing things. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. And then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus for Sunday school books, Bibles, study materials, communion supplies, and whatever you need. Call us at the Beacon, 281 441 2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.